see what's coming. Star Finish him. Fatality. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. Uh, to my left, my charismatic co-host, a.k.a. The Don. Hello. The People's Geek. And I uh, want to give a quick shout out to KB. Uh, KB is under the weather and will not be here today. So in his place, we have our buddy John, also known as JB. JB. <laughs> so we call him uh, Jables. I call him Jables. Um, welcome to the show. I know you're a longtime listener. Uh, yes. First time, first time guest, which is insane. Uh, JB and I actually work together, um, and we're both huge fans of all things geek. So we discuss comic books, superhero films, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. He's kind of like my go-to geek at work. <laughs> um, so today we're here to talk about uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, um, and we both, both the Don, myself, and JB have all seen it, and we all have different thoughts on what what we actually thought of the overall movie in the ever growing for lack of better terms Star Wars universe. Mm. Now now JB before we get into our thoughts of the movie uh, I know that as a Star Wars fan you know you grew up with the movies correct? I did, yes. Um you collected the action figures, you and even into adulthood you read a lot of the um novels and, and the books Comics, in this Comics everything, yeah. And, and all of it um you know, kind of rolls up into this whole larger Star Wars universe. Um, so overall, we could we could. It's safe to say that you're a pretty big Star Wars fan. I think it's pretty safe to say. Okay. That. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, we'll start. I don't know who do we want to start. Let's overall thoughts. Okay, uh, John, and, and you know, just overall thoughts coming out of the movie, seeing the Last Jedi. Uh, what do you think overall? Okay, going into the movie. I wanted so much to like this movie. I really wanted to like it. And they made it, Ryan Johnson made it really difficult to like. There were certain elements that I really liked out of it, but for the most part, I thought it was a huge contradiction of everything J.J. Abrams laid the framework for in Force Awakens. And so so that's, that's a great point, um, because I also felt at the end of the movie, everything that happened in The Force Awakens has kind of been thrown by the wayside. Now, Don, how do you feel about this? Because I know we're going to have kind of a, a point-counterpoint type of thing going on here. And I like that. So uh, without going too much into into the my defensive plot, I would have to say it like this. Now, J.J. Abrams banked too much on carrying that old Star Wars generation over into the new. He tried to like salvage what episodes one, two, and three couldn't do, bring Star Wars into a new generation, but carrying the names of the old, okay? Anybody who's seen this, spoiler warning, knows the theme of this was let the old die so the new can succeed. So I very much like the, the direction that they went in this. Like, yeah, those specific things that we're not going to talk about right now <laughs> that, that happened in the movie that some people may be sour about, I just I feel there was a purpose for them. And, and I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with go. you, because I definitely feel like the, the whole purpose of this next trilogy was to bridge to a new generation of Star Wars yes. fans. I get that. I have no problem with that. 
I love the characters that were created yeah. in The Force Awakens. Absolutely, I agree. Don't lay plot lines down and not follow through on them. That's my problem is there were so many things that could have been done differently yeah. that would have so pleased the older generation, which I consider myself part, part of. I mean, hey, I was six years old it. when I saw A New Hope in uh, the theaters. You got so, me so, you know, so I, I remember going with my dad, seeing that afterwards, going over to Child World, my dad Child buying me World. like Darth Vader and Ben Kenobi and Luke and playing with them out in the mall while my mom was shopping. So that's that's like my memory. I, I and And that's what... To me, the original trilogy, that's what it means to me. Like, that's my childhood. I love and, it. And to take those characters and do what they were attempting to do, I don't have a problem with that. I like the way they were trying to bridge to the next generation. Yeah. And, I, and as I said, I liked Ray. I liked, I liked how they set her up. Um, Finn, I didn't really care for, but... Um, Poe, Poe's po, development. Like, oh my God! He out, out of this, and I know we're kind of going into yeah. the, you know, no, we, into we, it. But no, the reason I'm pointing over Don's head is we have a spoiler warning right there. So oh. <laughs> I just uh, we're, we're going to spoil the hell out of this movie. Oh yeah! Um, I, I already mean, reached out to the viewers. Uh, anybody watching on Facebook Live or listening on the podcast, you can't really respond. But anyone watching on Facebook Live, what were your thoughts on the Last Jedi? I'd like to read those as well as we're going along. If you have any thoughts. Um, feel free to add them to the, the chat thread here, and uh, I'll read them out uh, sporadically as we debate this. So um, go to it, guys. Let's, let's, let's talk about which, which characters had the most development. And, and I know you and I, JB, talking offline, um, we kind of talked about how not very many characters were that well-developed. Um, so I want to just kind of have like your thoughts on it, Don's thoughts on it. I am kind of like an independent third party where I'm not by no means a hardcore Star Wars fan, but I did enjoy it for the most part. I did have some issues with it, and I'll give my two cents along the way as well. Um, but uh, John Viveris right now thought it was great, so this is this is interesting. Um, so, John, I'd like to see what you thought about these different points that both JB and the Don are making. But uh, which which character do we think it was Poe that had the most development? I, I think I think Poe had the most development out of all of the characters. Uh, At I, least a more complete story arc where they laid some groundwork in Force Awakens. You saw the same Poe that sort of. You know, out there, in your face, hotshot rebel pilot, you know, defying orders, taking down the dreadnought. That, that to me, oh, awesome dude. scene. Awesome scene, very well done. You know, sort of drove home his character and reestablished that. And then as the movie progressed through the different experiences he had, I felt he was the most developed. Because I think toward the end, when he had that final showdown with Haldo... I think that really was the sort of eye-opening for him to say, like, okay, I thought she was playing it safe, thought she was yeah. playing it safe, but now I realize she was just biding time so they could sneak away and and save what was left of the fleet. Whew. Oh, okay. man. Don? Okay, so if Poe's character development towards the light side is who you think... I saw Kylo Ren's character come to everything I needed it to be. From what I saw in The Force Awakens, I, was, I wasn't I was sold on Kylo Ren then. Uh, you guys saw me jumping around before we jumped mm -hmm. on air. Like, 
Kylo Ren's character, I loved that we finally got to see what actually happened. We only got to see the little uh, dream sequence in The Force Awakens. I love that we saw Luke as villainous because that's a child, no matter what. Think of the Minority Report. That stuff is not yeah. set in stone. He was not going to murder all those people. And Luke was like, you are a Jedi master, but you would never, you never passed any trials. You didn't do like the other Jedi did. Your way is not... Luke is very, very dark gray. We, if we know what, yeah, what I mean by, I by gray. And we're gonna, I, I want to put a pin real quick on this. Um, just because Kevin Moose Donovan uh, is saying, why does everyone keep knocking down on The Last Jedi? I haven't seen it yet. So, Kevin, uh, just real quick, spoilers in case you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, we like having you as a viewer, but we just don't want to spoil the movie for you. Um, but if you don't mind it, keep keep uh, paying attention because Don and, and uh, JB are about to go to school here. But let's talk about Luke being the uh, the gray. Okay, no, 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 no. That Okay. I, I, I just meant, because I'm going to stick to, I, I usually always go on these side tangents, but I'm going to stick to the, to the point right now. I love that we got to see everything with Kylo Ren. I love that you can see that, say, Snoke really did connect them using the Force, which I think it's something deeper than that, but I think that they just had to figure some, out, some way out really quick, and they're like, all right, well, Snoke did it. But still, we got to see, like, his character's struggle between light and dark, you know? And through these interactions that we keep getting from Ray, it's like we get to see who Ben Solo could have been if if the who I almost just went wicked deep. Realistically, the dark side of the force could have like plagued Luke's mind in all of this. You know what I mean? Luke like, very easily could have been the villain had he carried out with that killing act. Kylo Ren. I agree. I agree. And um, and, and I liked the Kylo Ren plot line. I, I, I thought he did develop and did sort of mature into the Vader that he always wanted to be. Do you agree that he even took it, a, a, we got to see him take it a step further because we see his mental breakdown. We see him as an adolescent, you know, like coming into his like young manhood in, in the world of, in our Star Wars galaxy. This is not like, you know, our normal yeah. stuff. He is like, literally has his mental breakdown right there. Like, I'm not going to jump all the way to the end of the movie, but We'll just stay, stick with the mask scene. You know, Snoke yeah. starts poking at his character, you know what I mean? And boom, him destroying that mask, and then we just see the face of Kylo Ren the whole time. Like, that, right? Oh, man, so much of Kylo Ren is really what sold the movie for me. Like, that's kind of going to be one of my strong suits. There's a lot of other stuff that I can definitely boost this movie up. But um, Absolutely. But before I want to get I'm just going to stick it. That, that was my, you, we talked about character development. Mm, my that was yours. Was Kylo yours Ryan. was Poe. Yeah. Okay. Who you got? I want to quick go to a couple comments right here. Uh, Geef says he liked it mostly, but felt it was like a Lord of the Rings movie in the ship chase. Uh, so I, I can absolutely see that. Um, Rodney says Luke can't die. Uh, the midichlorians won't let it based on the non-storyline scenarios. Uh, William said he uh, Luke was actually fearful for a moment. Yoda told him he would know fear at some point. And William also mentioned fear changes Luke's perception of his purpose and training. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Timothy also jumped in and said he's listening in on this because it needs to be vented. It ruined his fascination on the series, which is again, it's this is a very divisive movie Ooh. because I think I think a lot of it is to your point, JB. You said that there was a. Uh, the old guard and the new guard, and basically everything that was built on the Force uh, Force Awakens was kind of removed. I'm gonna just say my piece here, and then we want to talk about characters. Like you, you each gave yep. your character. Um, I liked myself Ray storyline the most, just because like it kind of felt like, 
and not a knock on Carrie Fisher because you know may she rest in peace. But I feel like Leia didn't really have too big of a an arc in this movie. She was you know unconscious for most of it. Well, that wasn't supposed to be her movie, right? I know. Can but we just like we can do whatever we want, man? We get all the time you in the world. Just mentioned it. I just want to touch on it quick. How do you feel about the Leia scene? I hated the Leia scene. How did you feel about the moments leading up to it, though, with the Kylo's struggle? Oh, that was awesome. That oh, was, to me, you talk about character development. Again, I thought Poe was the most. I'd say Kylo was probably a close second yeah. because of that. <sighs> now, how much more appropriate would it have been to Kylo Ren's journey or even to, the sto- to further the storyline had she died right then and there? It would have crushed it. The, the struggle would have been gone. So, so... Ooh, the, ooh, ready? No, the conflict would have been bigger. Right, because he, he didn't do it. I like him. I'm and he always had... He'll, he'll always have that in the back of his mind, like, I could have saved her. Yeah. Ooh. But now, wait, I'm sorry? No, Unless don't ever find it. We're, we're at the Leia part. You guys, <laughs> go, go for so, it. So go for we're, it. we're both on the same page with the Leia thing. Now, never in Star Wars have I seen... Now, I'm not, a, I'm not a, like an yep. avid Star Wars reader, but never in Star Wars have I seen force instincts that can save your life like that. No. Um, and also, never have I seen Leia being trained in the force or heard of Leia being trained in the force in this. We know that Yoda wanted to train Leia... Like we never get to really see that, but we know of that. But it never happened. So, so I, I look at that scene and I'm like, okay, this is a force defense mechanism. Only way I can defend that scene. And it pulled her right back to the ship, and then it's like an instant unconscious. I don't even know. That's what like I I, I can't de- really defend that. That was a big letdown. That that to me when I saw that scene, well, first off, the whole comedic play between Hux and Poe. To me, I felt was a little overplayed. The comedy was a little forced. Yeah. The first time was kind of funny, and then when it went on a second time and then a third time, you're trying to build Hux up to be the next Tarkin. Yeah. You're trying to have him be that badass, you know, general that's like in charge of everything, and y- you're reducing him to slapstick comedy. So that yeah. bugged me. But with the Leia thing, to me, like why that scene could have played out exactly the same. All you had to have her do was hold on to a piece of debris from the bridge. I like that. That's all you had to do. I like that. All you had to do, because as you said, never in any of the official canon has she ever shown any sort of force force sensitivity other than the connection she has with Luke. Excellent. I want to jump in. Uh, William is saying Leia was needed in the end to assure Ray that they had all they needed for the rebellion. Right. And if we want to jump to the end, I can tell you what. We're going to be all over the place. All right. So if you want, and I'll argue that point. Why could they have not used Leia in place of Haldo to drive that, that, um, that rebel cruiser and allow everybody to escape? That would have been the perfect out right. right there. Now, I felt like I, I, I just, I want to touch on that, Haldo. Um, I felt like that whole, the whole, uh, you know, we're, we're staying close enough to not get, I feel like I was watching Star Trek. Uh, I don't mind Star Trek, but I don't right. go to watch Star Wars for Star Trek-esque Things you know what I mean? I, I expect two different worlds. You know what I mean? Apples and oranges. But that whole like I'm taking over the ship. Like I felt like I was watching another J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. 
But um, I had to jump back. Okay, you you stopped on. You were talking about before. You were talking about Lay. You you mentioned our villain, Hux. our Hux. Now, Hux is a villain made for this generation. Think of who our villains are. We can picture who our bad guys are. What kind of villain would a millennial need? You know what I mean? Like I'm 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 think of who they're gonna start selling. We're getting older. Like, granted, we, we, we can go, we can pay for the movies and we can buy the cool collectible stuff, but we're all getting older. They want to continue to pump money out of these and, kids. And again, I have no problem with that, but the forced comedy to me was just, it, it just wasn't Star Wars. It didn't feel like Star Wars. Now, granted, you can make other kinds of points throughout the other, you know, trilogies where this was done and that was done, you know. Case in point, I want to say, I again, not being a huge fan, but enjoying the movies enough, I walked in, sat down within the first five minutes where, where Poe made that line about the guy's mother. Oh, I'll wait, I'll hold. I'm like, that's that took me so out of it. Okay. And, and, and like I said, the humor was forced, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> so you see, even Dad that jokes. humor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how I felt. That, that, the awfulness of that joke that I just used. Yes. Like that, a lot of that took me out of it. Like I don't mind some of the slapstick stuff or like even with like Chewbacca. In, in the, the four. Che- yeah. Like the, the, and, and don't get me started. What? The Porgs? Is that what yeah. they call yeah. Don't get me started on those. That, yeah. that, but... Um, Pointless. Yeah. Merchandising. I, yeah, Merchandising. exactly. It's 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 the Ewok of of the new the trilogy. The new generation. Yeah. Yes. Um, although the Crystal Fox things, I don't know what you call them. Those were cool. That I like was those. Ri- that's yeah. Final Fantasy ish. No. Yeah, and those are also in Rebels. Ooh. They're in the the, the animated series. Okay, yeah. so I so tried, when it first came out, I watched the first episode. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. Now I keep watching like random clips it on Facebook. It is so awesome. It is incredible. If oh you God. if you go back and you watch it, they set up some of the most like detailed storylines that pay off on so many things that you haven't seen. Before. And don't they tie in to everything that's going on in our movies right now? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I need to. I need to jump in. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. It's um, I'll be very interested to see how they wrap up this season, which is supposedly the last season. I was diehard with the Clone Wars. Clone My Wars cousin got me awesome. into watching it, and then I just picked up and ran from there. So I know how good they can do with the animation. Oh God, uh, so you, the whole I'm brothers storyline with Maul and with Savage. Ma- Oh awesome. my god. Awesome. And then Ventri- Okay, yeah. well, okay, we're no, going no, off. No, no, keep going. <laughs> no, keep going. No, 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 I'm no, reading no. comments. No, Back you guys, I want you guys this is all about Star Wars, yeah. man. Okay, so where did okay, where were we up So to? we were talking about Leia, the whole scene in space and how that could have been handled differently. Okay. Okay, so after the uh, moving on from there what do we what do we think was I don't and I don't know if we discussed this cuz I was busy reading the comments, but okay. speaking of comments, uh William says uh Harlow needed to be in the driver's seat due to her uh, showing that she was willing to sacrifice herself for the sake of the others. It answers the question: Why did Leia trust her? So I think that's a that's an overall good point too. Where was she? Where was she seen prior to to that to to that scene right there? Where did where did we see this woman before right. that? Can you can you answer that? Well, Dan, Dan's getting so. No, no, okay. no, I'm not being defensive. I no, just no. I don't know who she is. I see a lady I, with purple I, hair it, from the Hunger Games who wants to fly, who wants to be the captain now. It was just like the old guy at the beginning of Force Awakens, who had the piece of map that led to Luke. Yes. Who, who was he? Now and we know. Oh, now now we get to know about it like years later. No, they never even said that. They said that he he used to be some rebel that was associated with Princess Leia when she started the rebellion. 
why couldn't you have had like a, a character that was already pre-established from the original trilogy? Lando. Imagine Wed- that wedge. Oh my god! You know, could like you, you could have had really anybody, and they gave us a random again. But look at—is that are they trying to like push like a hey, old stuff's out of the way now? Like here's a here, ooh, let, right, let's give you. He, he ended up getting killed anyway. So why would it have made? It wouldn't have made any difference. Well, you check still this have out. a disposable character, so get rid of them. You know, but use someone that ties in. I don't want crappy ass tie-ins like they did in Rogue One with uh, with Doctor Evazin and uh, Ponda Baba just having a wandering yeah, around Jeddah. But like, let me hook this one up right here. So, say we get a Han Solo movie, right? How interested it would it be if Han Solo smuggled that man? Like in some point, like if if his character showed some sort of importance towards like the Rebel Alliance, you know what I mean, the Resistance. But it would it be could have backfill. It would be backfill, but still, like people like us were like, oh, it was that guy. We liked him. We liked. All right, him. I'll give you that. I'll but give you that. Look at that's a what if. Yeah. And the thing with the Star Wars, like I I think of Star Wars video games, like RPGs and stuff. There are so many things we can get hit with randomly. Different POVs, you know what I mean? Can you imagine? You, they could have set up for an amazing, like they could have done either whether they wanted to take it and go further, like it further in the timeline, or they had the perfect opportunity to go, to, back. To go back to the old Republic. Malak and Raven, oh my God. Would have been amazing. Amazing. People, people like and the star power that would die to get behind that. You know what I mean? Like, because you're you're talking the whole hyperspace war, the Mandalorian wars. Like, can you imagine if we the Mandalorians. At, you know, you go back to the dawn of the Sith, Darth Bane. You know, creating the ruler too. See, that this could is, be that would be awesome. Period to explore. I get nervous with stuff like that because. Like a lot of the stuff, a lot of my like, say Darth Bane, like that's for me. Just like I'll read like random Facebook stuff, like crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like at that that time period, there were so many Sith, and like he, I believe Darth Bane's one who like absorbed like most of the planet's he, power. And no, 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 no. He was he went through and was basically weeding out the Sith. Yeah. And and the the thought was because there were so many Sith, the power was diluted. So as they started killing them off, they the people stronger. who were left became stronger and stronger. Kind of like a Highlander. Wait, wait a thing. second. This is who Yoda <laughs> went to see in, in the Clone Wars. At the end of the Clone Wars, he went to see his He's canon. Yes! He's canon. All right, I know you're talking. Awesome. I, I get nervous for a second. I was like, wait a second. I do know exactly what you're talking about. But some of those stories, though, from, from, the, um, from the Legends series of Darth Bane and how he established the Rule of Two were, were freaking awesome. <laughs> And how about all of the um, another? Oh God, sorry. No, no, no. I'm no. just I'm just going through. But we mentioned uh, a lot uh, of people. different characters. Oh. Yeah, uh, Timothy's asking about Star Killer. You think they're ever gonna kind of make him into continuity? How do you? Uh, Star uh, Killer is from the Force Unleashed. Uh, it's a, vi- it's a yeah. Video no, game. no. I know who he is. I I don't know. I mean, I I don't personally see it because I think that that's a period of time that's like it's already been kind of pretty explored pretty well you're talking about the point where Vader would take on an apprentice so it'd have to be like either post rogue it'd have to be during the timeline of rogue one or yeah go ahead literally I'm sorry no no because you just what if okay so in rogue one we see our clips of Vader Vader's already got his lightsaber 
we don't get that like do you have uh you see the comics have you seen like yeah. the, okay so you know when like the emperor like dumps vader on like the, the volcano planet and he's right. like go th- like yeah imagine we get all that vader stuff right there and then we could tie in a lot unfortunately it does like rogue one was an awesome movie i loved rogue one but like you did cut a lot of vader's important stuff unless like the point of view thing well, if that we was get, the whole thing. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be Vader centric. Yeah. It was supposed to be let's bring in a new cast of characters that yeah. have nothing to do with the Skywalker legacy, yep. and then now we can introduce another generation. I mean, they, you know, everybody was saying, oh, well, you know, it sucked because they killed everybody off. They're going retro with the movies. Yeah. Why couldn't Jin Erso appear in the Han Solo movie? That would, well, actually, he can. Right. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I like it. She uh, could like appear in there. You could even go with Cassian and K2SO. Like, if you wanted to, like, I'm not K2. saying it needs to come in, but think about it. Solo was was an Imperial cadet yeah. before he left. So he very easily could run across some of those characters. I could see that happening. And I think that for fa- just for fan purposes, we will see stuff like that. And I, and I don't have a problem with that, like, if it has meaning. Like, again, I'm going back, like, when you, uh, when you were talking about uh, Rogue One, how they, how they, they put the ghost in from yeah. Rebels, and Chopper was in the background. And then they had, uh, I think they had a call to General Syndulla, who's Hera Syndulla yeah. from Rebels. So I, I, that, to me, makes sense. Like, they don't have to be blatant in your face, like, let's ram it down your no, throat. No, but they give you the little nod. That's all I need. Yeah. Show that the other things, you know, kind of connect. Something that uh, Marvel set out to do with their uh, cinematic universe and, to me, well, has not done a good job. But that's a, ooh, can, that's a conversation for another <gasps> time. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, I want to just, William just made another good point, said uh, regarding... Uh, the expanded universe, uh, unless Disney lifts their embargo on the alternate storylines, he's doubt we're going to get much expanded universe stuff, which absolutely makes sense because Disney right now is kind of, if we want to put this in context, like the Empire and the fact that they have their grip on everything. See, I agree with that, but I also disagree to a certain extent because, you know, Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn, was one of the biggest expanded universe characters near Mara Jade. And you saw Thrawn get incorporated into canon now through Rebels. So it's possible. It's possible. They, they, they might do like little little hints and, like you said, little Easter eggs here and there. I think it'll be good. Um, I just want to also point out really quick, both have Star Wars. Both of my, my co-host and our guest have uh, Star Wars shirts. I find one of them is light and one of them is dark. Is that <laughs> representing the different sides of the Force? That's what That's I need funny. to know. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we, t- we talked about some of the characters we thought were had the most development. Which characters do you think were kind of like, well, they're here. They don't really serve a purpose. Question. Go for it. Where were the Knights of Ren? Yeah. Were the Knights of Ren the Snoke's bodyguards? Is, is that what we got? I because don't know. That's one of the things, again, that was laid out in The Force Awakens to me was a subplot, yeah. and there was no explanation. My biggest... My biggest gripe about it, though, and I, I actually thought it was kind of cool that Ray was a nobody and like she wasn't part of like you know there were all kinds of theories like oh she's Palpatine's daughter or I, I've read you that. know she's she's a Kenobi oh. or she's a Skywalker or a Solo that that didn't bother me didn't bother me that she was a nobody but don't say she was sold off to beer money 
from Junkers on Jakku, yeah. but then yet in her flashback, you see her reaching out to the sky as and her parents yeah. are flying away on a spaceship. And the guy's pulling a let's go. So explain that one away. And a fancy. Did they sell her away for money and pilot a spaceship and then drive off, which kind of seems and I ridiculous, say but. It wasn't a junk spaceship. It looked. No, it, it looked, looked nice. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the whole, whenever people jumped on the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing, I, I did get get the chuckle that, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Rey are the only two people in the galaxy with British accents. <laughs> but the the big thing here is, did he get down and dirty when he was that old and then, like, knock up some, like, you know, some woman on Jakku? Yeah. And you, then d- he, it was him taking off? I, I don't think the times, I don't think no, the timeline it, it matches I just, up. I know. So when everybody was like pro, it's it's Kenobi's daughter. I had to take a step back, unless and it was the offspring of one of Kenobi's children that he fathered when he was super young. You know, because he had that whole when he was apprentice. When he was Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Not really knowing where Rebels ends up going. No, never mind. He Kenobi is in Rebels. No, I know. I know. He was he in ends this up, season. He ends up killing Maul. Oh my God! What a great scene! And it was it, it was, was his well son, done. His too. son, his son did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, um, Knights of Ren. Da, 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 yeah. da, we did. We, all we're that. talking about yeah. which ones we thought, like which characters we think are kind of like pointless. Yeah. In, in I thought movie. Finn. I I really didn't see much of Finn that impressed me. I thought the whole scene with Canto Bite and them having to go and find the slicer. I I thought that was not just, needed. Um. I thought it could have been done better. You know, like Ryan Johnson, you know, when asked, everybody was like, oh, where's Lando? Where's Lando? Where's Lando? And he's like, there just wasn't an opportunity to put Lando in this movie. So you have a freaking casino planet where Lando is a huge gambler, Mm -hmm. and you're telling me he couldn't have been the contact that they send them to to then get the slicer, make the ties, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know they're not wanting to, like, you know, you can only do so much fan service, but... Lando's a core character. Like, you kind of want to see that. It's not like Billy D's out there, like, and wouldn't be available. Or or even, like, even if they weren't, didn't want to use him, a throwaway line. Like, you know, oh, you know, the biggest winner ever at this casino. Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, you know. Um, I do want to talk about that. I do want to feel like the other part issue I had with it was toward the end, um, one of my characters, and you and I talked about this. I think her name is Rose. Oh, yeah, Tico, Rose Tico. I mean, that whole storyline, I think they're setting up what they're doing, if I I understood that correctly, if I... uh, Are they setting up a love triangle now between Finn, Rose, and Rey? Because when Rey gets back, she kind of looked at him, and he's over there checking on on Rose, and she's basically... Rose basically told she was in love with Finn. Pause. All right. Time out. Boom. Zach Morris. Because now, ready, I'm going to do this really quick. Okay, go for it. You, you really didn't care for Finn that much. But to me, one of the most powerful scenes in that, to tie in what he's talking about right now, Don't the, the girl's the name, Rose. Phasma. No, oh, God, no. No, but John no, Varys no. just did Finn and Phasma wasted. Yeah. Yeah. I no, agree. No. Phasma, that, like, she'll be back, though. Like, come on. Brienne like, of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth will be back. Uh, we didn't see Darth Maul get cut in half, get robot legs, and come back. But no, 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 don't let me sidetrack. No, 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 stay focused, focus, focus. Sorry, guys. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. You, you were tying so, it to, to, to Finn and uh, Boom, boom, Rose. boom, boom, boom. So we're on that planet now. Yeah. Flying out junkie spaceships. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Huge Game of Thrones fan. One of my favorite scenes from last season is when Jamie decides to grab that freaking, that lance, and he's going for, you know, oh. for Daenerys. For Daenerys and Bronn just tackles him off into the water. 
And now we get it with with Finn and her name is Rose. Okay, yeah. so yeah. We, we get it like that. She saves him and what are you doing? And she's like, I just saved you, silly. And then she drops like the best line of the movie, which was like, it's more, it's more than just, you know, stopping what you hate. It's about saving what you love. And boom, I'm just like, oh my God, this is the best movie ever. But that's but, her basically saying at, she's in love with Finn. Right, exactly. And if you think that Ray and Finn, uh, any level or a, of a love interest, no way. It's never even made sense for them to be like, dude. They were like the kooky buddies who made it through. Like, right. I, I say double friend zone. There, she doesn't want none of that. He doesn't want any of her. Um, and look, everybody built up Poe and Finn to be gay. I don't see Poe really being gay. I see like Poe being the new resistance head with the new. Jedi girl, which there are no Jedi rules anymore. There's no Jedi council to tell her she can't wed. I'm not saying they're going to marry. You know, we don't really see weddings in Star Wars. Right. You know, we get I love you and I know, which is cool than weddings. But I'm, I'm saying, like, <clears throat> if there's any love interest, it's going to be something in there. I don't really see, like, the, the what. <clears throat> I don't, I'm sorry. Ready? Sidetrack. So when they were having their like little like teen phone call like telepathic sessions, right? Didn't it seem like they were a little flirtatious at times? Like they I thought that's the direction they were going was establishing more of a love interest between Kylo Ren and Rey. And, and that I thought would be pretty cool. That would have been awesome. That would have been some Romeo and Juliet meets the force type stuff. Damn. Well, be no, cool. because I think what you're, you know, the one thing I liked that this movie really did was you know, you have your dark side of the force, you have your light side of the force. This movie kind of really explored the gray area of the force. And there's always been those gray force users. There's always been people who have kind of used what they needed from both sides. Yes, absolutely. So, but, but I mean, like Kane and Jarrus is kind of one of them. So and now Ezra, Ezra, his uh, Padawan in Rebels. And I know I keep going back to Rebels, no, no, but I, it's I like, like that you are. It's the most. It's the most like recent example of something that is non-Skywalker related that you can actually draw Jedi into and make some comparisons. But but the um, but going in that direction would have been fantastic because you had you could have explored so much more because you could have had like the sort of okay, you know, and we kind of saw it in that fight scene because oh she God. was working on him to like bring forward a little bit more of his light side yeah. personality or that aspect of his personality while he was kind of drawing out the dark yeah. side on her. So, you know, getting into that sort of nebulous area, I thought was was really well done. Like I I I enjoyed that part of it. Let's talk about that scene. Okay. Uh, I just from the moment She's like, drop me off here. I'm, don't worry. It's all good. I'm like, okay, well, this is not the return of the Jedi. Souls get ready for something amazing. You know what I mean? I'm getting pumped. and It wasn't, but it was. I know. It's like, it, so it, it, was, it, felt, it, felt it was very, very similar. I felt very, like, dirty Jedi for a minute. I, I don't know. I thought a lot of the plot lines, like, everybody says, oh, Force Awakens was recycled A New Hope. This movie was recycled Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I don't care what anybody says. There were so many parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every major scene you can draw a parallel to. I agree. Damn it. But I love them. <laughs> and you love them too, damn it. Um, oh, damn. You just got me all fired up. So where were we just going with that? We were talking about the fight scene. Oh, so the fight scene. Um, whew. 
I won't even get because I can go for hours. All like, right. Because so so let me just say, look one thing, and and this is the thing that has sort of bothered me, like really throughout the whole, throughout the Force Awakens and into this movie. I understand that Ray's a nobody. I get it. And I get, I don't know if she was, you know, spontaneously created by the Force, kind of like they, they theorized Anakin, Anakin was, if she was, cre- how she came into being. What gives her the fighting knowledge instantly. that she has instantly with zero training? And don't give me the crap about, oh, she was on that planet and she had to fend for herself. Okay, granted, I'll give you that. She learned some self-defense stuff, but... What makes her on par with Kylo Ren, who's a Jedi from the time he was born, being trained by Luke, and then trained by Snoke, and she kicks his ass twice? I got this. Okay. Okay. There's no explanation for her training at all. But as far as Kylo Ren goes, Kylo Ren has the most watered-down Jedi training possible Luke never finished his trading. So he so he's getting like second hand from Cuckoo Luke. Luke's kind of buggy even then. So I I don't like I don't know. I would would assume that some of think of the first uh, But he's got to pass. You know what he does. Damn it. Him. He does. You know what like realistically it, it You can it say that crazy. okay yeah, he wasn't he wasn't fully trained, but okay. Snoke picked up and, and finished some of his training, too. Yeah. So I, I'm talking more just in a, in a purely not even like being able to use the Force. Because I'll, I'll give you like when she resisted in Force Awakens and, and was able to put up the trick. mental blocks. Like that I'll, I'll give you. But for her to have such a fluidity with that lightsaber and be able to fight Kylo Ren to a standstill. Defense. What do you think? It's the lightsaber? Instantly when she touched that, that lightsaber sucked her into a whole nother world. That we never got to see. That we never got to see. (laughs) Which is the other thing that bothered the hell out of me. What if the soul of Obi-Wan Kenobi entered her body? If you strike me down, I will be more powerful than you ever could imagine. And then years later, comes back to bite the Empire in the ass. Excuse me, the First Order. No. No, he's right, but I I have an imagination. (laughs) I can think. No, that's that's fantastic. That's, you know, what we call armchair quarterback. That that was the whole issue I had with Ray. Souza, you're awesome. Me and you got this one. What's up with the black hole? Oh, the black hole, that that was the same parallel that Yoda had with the cave on Dagobah. No, but how let down? I'm asking you, were you not let down by it? I found that difficult to interpret what they were going after with the infinite rays and like... Oh, no, no. I mean like the pre. Okay. I dug that a little bit. The infinite rays and... I, I thought like the infinite possibilities of who she could be, light, dark. I kind of, yeah, I kind of made a similar leap, but when when she's standing there with Luke and talking, and he's like, "Oh, feel this, the light," and da da da, and then he's like, "Oh," and down there, she's you know explains like, "Oh, there's a dock," and then boom, she like instantly went all the way down and then popped up. What happened then? Because there must have been something there. You know what I mean? Like if she was like in tune with every level of the force and she just got pulled to the deepest depths of the dark side, <laughs> you gotta come back with something. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that I don't know that, that that's not what I what I got out you, of it. You pitched it as the tree in Dagobah. 
Uh, I pictured it more like it kind of like because you have your balance and, and they've always talked about, you know, I mean, even Snoke said it when when the dark side rises, the light rises to, 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 to balance it. So they've always gone a yin and yang, very martial arts, kind of like Eastern philosophy, kind of like, you know, everything's kind of equal. And I, I just interpreted it more as that was his way of gauging how prepared she was to deal with some of her, you know, force abilities. And to see what it would show. And, like, I mean, just like it did for him. Yeah. Like, he went in, and that was, like, kind of the slap in the face to him. Like, hey, if you don't change your tune, you're going to end up just like Vader. So true. So wow. she goes in, and we didn't really see what happened. Well, I mean, we saw that piece, but I, I didn't really get that. I didn't get that. It wasn't as, um, I guess it wasn't as over. It wasn't as, like, in your face. Black like, and as white. To what, yeah, black and white. Thank you. Dark and lights out of the Do you? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm going to be doing is making references. Dad jokes. <laughs> um, do you feel they threw the X-Wing in the water to reference what her training may have been, or for later on to think, ah, Luke could raise it from the water and fly here. I, I took it as more of that's his out. Like, if he wanted to get off planet, and yeah. truth be told, up until the end, I thought he did go off planet, and I thought he used the X-Wing to get off planet. I like that you thought that too, because I was sold on it until we came back, but then all of a sudden you look on the internet now, and it's like, how did you not notice he didn't have feet print? Like, there were no... Like, okay. oh, come on, who's going to have, I have feet? I have an issue with this too. Uh, so that, that was my other point, and I was actually talking to KB. I actually saw the movie with KB um, a couple days ago, and um, when he gives Leia... The, for lack of a better term, the dice from the Falcon, right? That was that was yep. Han Solo's, and then later on we see Kylo Ren, I believe, has them. Is that correct? Because then they dis- they disappear from his hand. Yeah. How did so to me again? Not being a huge star, star, I noticed that Luke when he was fighting Kylo Ren, his lightsaber never made contact because that would give away the illusion. How was he then able to hand a physical piece that would disappear? I thought there was some continuity issues there. That's just how me. was Yoda able to call force lightning out of the sky? Okay, I, uh, point taken. I, I, oh, I lightning, def- whatever the hell it was, that was another part I had. I thought Yoda was shoehorned in there and didn't need to be in there. Uh, John Rivera says, "Do you guys have an issue with the lack of an acknowledgement of the midichlorians or nah? <laughs> nah. No. I, I think we needed a, a double portion of midichlorians. I can't now. wait for another prequel to come out, a Star Wars story all about how midichlorians were were came into existence. No. I would love for Disney to say, Hugh and McGregor, we need to fix all this. We need a, a straight Obi Wan Kenobi movie, and we will destroy everything that ever happened with those prequel movies, which." I don't know if you know this about me. I actually like them. Yeah. No, I know you do. And and Nobody's I perfect. I like I like the story that they were trying to establish. I just felt like a lot of the acting and actors were totally miscast. I just don't buy Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. You and well, McGregor okay. probably okay. made like made that move that whole trilogy. That's my boy. And even Liam Neeson as yep. Qui Gon Jinn, I, was Jin, I oh, thought but we was didn't get really enough good. of him, though. Mm-hmm. But that's what oh. I mean. Like, I and I get, but okay, no, the direction no, they were going in. Honest, serious question. We'll take it back in time. 
what actor plays Anakin Skywalker? Who in like realistically, this kid was up and coming. This kid made it like a few, like an independent movie that was huge. He did another movie. Like this kid was on his way up. Well, wasn't uh, wasn't DiCaprio? I oh my he God. read something, and I'm not saying no, no, he's no. the best choice. No, no, no. But I mean, dude, that's like earth shattering. Leonardo DiCaprio as Anakin Skywalker, but I I look at Leonardo DiCaprio as someone completely different. Like. I couldn't. Oh God, I've seen him so many different ways. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like, but I can't see him being he's like volatile a, he's as a Vader. He's such a like. And, and granted, we're, we're talking. You know what? They came out what 2000 or yeah. two, early 2000. Oh, oh, one. So, like, oh. so it was. You know, we're talking almost 18. You know, 17, 16 yeah. years ago. So that's true. I mean, that's at the time. Yeah. Whew. But still, I, I like the the thing <coughs> about it is I, I I liked him as an actor. Like I I can't like there are so many things that it's like you know I see all these people who always bash and I'm like, all you have to do if you hated all of his acting, turn on the Revenge of the Sith, go all the way to the end of the movie, and then just play from when he lands on Mustafa. Just play it from right there. And then that's it. That's what I'm you have not. To do. No, that was great. The, that was that. That was probably some of the best footage in that entire trilogy. Was <sighs> that end of Revenge of the Sith? Now that I think about it, if you take it from the second he cuts off Mace Windu's hand, and he's like, "I submit to you," and then he goes and kills the kids, and then just keeps from the second he turns, he is the perfect Vader. I mean, like he's perfect as that form of Anakin Skywalker. And as a f- that's what lets me down too is like you like the Clone Wars, you don't think that they made the Clone Wars character like right after him like they it, it fit for me so right. you know what I mean well, like so going from watching the Clone Wars stuff you know what I mean like seeing all that stuff I'm like oh they line up perfect I like this you know what I mean like I don't know like I I wish people could really show me like hey this is the part right here like you call that acting like. I'll say this, like, Ben Affleck doesn't want to play Batman. That's a person who doesn't know how to, whatever, sell me something. But I got Anakin Skywalker out from Hayden Christensen. Well, I just want to point Sorry out for that rant. On, uh, on Facebook Live, uh, your boy Souza saying despises uh, Hayden Christensen. Uh, and then Nate Lloyd says the dude that plays Kylo Ren is easily the worst villain. No. Oh, can I jump? Oh, wait, yeah, hold on. I, I, don't, I don't know that I wait, disagree wait. with that. I, 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 I just want to point out, we'll, we'll get to that point in a second, but William also said they are doing an Obi-Wan movie. It's going to focus on the stuff after Episode Three and before A New Hope, which I'd be psyched to see. Personally. That'll be so interesting that's, because that's the, counterpart. It, that's the same timeline as Rebels, and they've mm. already introduced him in Rebels. So... That'll be very interesting to yeah. see what they would do with that. But let's let's talk and about Kylo Ren, because let's let's talk about my biggest disappointment. And then we'll talk about the the overall villains of this movie was Snoke. I got no backstory, okay. and I was a little disappointed with that. I didn't ruin the movie for me, but I wanted to know more. Here's the deal with Snoke. This was the one character I was the most intrigued by. I was intrigued by the look of him. I just like. The very little you saw of him in Force Awakens, he, he cemented himself like as, you know, being totally in charge. Then you see this movie now where like he shows like he's pretty freaking powerful, but he's not a Sith, though. No. So where did he come from? What is his story? You know, like that's what I wanted to. And all I wanted to know was where was he while Palpatine was in power? What was his deal, right? 
Right. So all you had to do was give me a throwaway line, like, oh, I've been biding my time, you know, blah, 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 whatever. But they didn't do any of that. It was just, you know, he was just there. And then now he's, boom, gone. That's what sucks is that he's, boom, gone, without the explanation that would have been, for me, best explanation, best explanation ever would have been. So this is one of the clones that Emperor Palpatine made. This is like one of the, because once he died, he had plans to take down the Empire after him. No, see, so the, if one of the best explanations would have been you go take it way back. Now, I mentioned like going back and doing like an old Republic. Oh, no, no, no. They, everybody said Plagueis. I want to go way back. Have him be a Sith or a Jedi or some combination of both that was in power back in the old Republic, right? And through manipulation of the Force, somehow he's able to extend his life, you know, his life. Um, Lifeline, life expectancy, yeah, life force, whatever, whatever, it may whatever. Be, yeah. So he's able to like you know come into power, and then you have his story then. But then what you could do is you could springboard back, do a new trilogy, and have him be the villain when he was younger. A hundred percent, you could do that. I would like that too. Um, but they never damn. established anything about him. William mentioned uh, there was a book that talked about his backstory. Why no mentions of this in the movie? No idea. Yeah, and I know the visual dictionary had some stuff in it. It had like um I guess one of his rings is um a piece of the of the Vader's, uh, castle, Vader's castle or something to show But like, if he's not a Sith, like what difference does that make? You know what I mean? Like he's obviously very powerful and had to have been somehow trained. So you know, the easiest explanation is like you said, they should have made him Darth Plagueis that and have him be like like the reason why he was so screwed up was because you know because of what over what, time uh, of putting himself did. back yeah and then over time just putting himself back together over and over again yeah or like however it may be, you know like there could be something more going on that we needed to just know that that was a letdown but realistically we like we like kind of turned off and I I have to defend Kylo Ren from he's the worst you're gonna you're gonna say that he's the worst. I'm going to take us to our original Star Wars movies, like your Star Wars movies. You know what yeah. I mean? We start off with Darth Vader. Dude's got asthma. You know what I mean? Just all blacked out. Don't get me wrong. A guy looks awesome, but we we don't know too much about this guy. Like, So so you get no backstory from Vader and you're sold? Like, that's your bad guy? Um, if anything... Oh, my God. Who else did we... Have? Didn't know well, too much. Palpatine. You never, you never saw anything about the Emperor until yeah. Return of the Jedi. Exactly. And even then, they He's never just like really. A figure. Exactly. Like we don't even. Did he? Oh, besides Force Lightning, that's all we really get to see from him. And then they had to throw that he could use a lightsaber. You know, when we had him as, uh, as you know, the early Emperor Darth Palpatine, Sidious. Sidious. But you know what I'd like to know? I just thought of this yesterday too. I was on like a, a Star Wars rip going through the internet. Um, I would love to know. What the hell was go was a okay? There's the rule of two, Sith, right? So we had Sidious and Maul. So where was where was um Count Dooku, which is his Jedi name, which is you know we know he turns as Darth Tyrannus, but if there's the rule of two, then where was he in in all this? Was he still a Jedi? Was he still on the Council? Was he still boys with with Qui Gon Jinn? And then all of a sudden, Maul dies, and then he's already right there to take his place. I, I think those seeds were being sown a while back, and then when when Maul got killed, I think he needed to kind of, you know, struggle to find someone to fill that vacuum, like 
So yeah. I think he was the because you know, and that and that's the other point I was always wanting an explanation for is okay, who was Sifodius? Who created the no. whole clone? And army. he okay, this is awesome. To me, I, know I always this. thought it was Dooku. No, no. I finally got the answer to this reading that whole okay. Sifodius saw had a vision. Sifodius was good in the forces like that, that he saw the corruption of everything that happened through um through the Emperor. He saw Order 66. He saw all, well, he saw like the destruction. Couldn't mm -hmm. really see it clearly because it was clouded by the dark side. But he's like, he actually brought it to their attention, brought it to the Senate's attention. They're like, eh, we're going to stay away from that. We don't want anyone to think we're trying to take control. He's like, all right, boom. Goes to Camino, tells them, oh, this, this right here, this is official um, Senate business. We need a clone army to be ready for this when this happens. And then Saifadius dies. And boom, what's his name? Tyrannus finds out about it and then passes it along to Palpatine. Hmm. And Palpatine uses it, has the, th the chip put in their head to kill the Jedi. Order 66, da 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 I love He's an aggressively I love good it. talker, awesome No, it's, it's fantastic. Fan. And this is great that's why right I'm letting here. you guys just go and debate. I'm wicked sorry. I, no, no, so I, sorry. I'm just reading. I'm reading the comments. I want to give a couple of shout outs on the Facebook Live. Um, Sousa, we were talking. I'm sorry. Sousa, we definitely talked about uh, Knights of Ren, but we, we don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't know. Um, real quick, I want to talk. Uh, Dave Doobie said he loves the show. Thank you for watching. That's my uh, first best friend, David Doobie. There you shout go. out. So there you go. And everyone that, that is watching right now, thank you for joining us. I, I forgot to mention that off the top. Anyone watching us on Facebook Live, downloading or listening to the podcast, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. We do. And uh, just want to give a uh, friend of the show, Paul Williams, thinks that Soak's, Snoke's story is going to be coming in Episode 9. He thinks we're going to see some more uh, about Snoke. When I would love to see that because I thought it was a very um, underdeveloped character for this particular movie. Or going back to our original point, it's like everything that J.J. Abrams did and, you know, and The Force Awakens was kind of undone here. So maybe there was more to the story and it just hasn't been told yet. So we'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, John Viveris, another friend of the show, has been with us since day one, uh, basically makes a great point. that if the original trilogy came out in the present day and with the Internet and all that, the community would, would rip the handling of Sidious, too, in his opinion. So I agree. I absolutely agree with that, too. And uh, William says the reason the Sith wasn't named, according to Mark Hamill, was because the Sith and the Jedi were meant to come to an end. When he talks about the arrogance of the Force only being for the Jedi, this idea came into the fray. So yeah, I want to, and, and, and again, I don't have a problem with that, as I like the whole gray idea that Last Jedi was going for. I love that, like Luke. Fully, you you can see that Luke is no longer just like our Jedi. Like he's not, he was not like our typical light side Jedi, like a member of like he didn't follow that code, because he even says like, think of like, oh what the forces, the the light side of the forces is just gonna disappear when there are like no Jedi left. Like the arrogance. I love that you mentioned that, Will, William, um, dude. That was like really big. I thought that was awesome that like he mentioned that because even us as fans were like. Yeah, well, well, if there's no Jedi, like, I mean, I think if there's no Jedis to wield the light side of the Force, then the light side of the Force kind of fails. But it doesn't. The Force always finds a way. Because look it. Sorry, Disney. You killed me at the end. Like, I was gassed up the whole way. You had to leave me with that little kid Force pulling the mop. Yeah. Why? To give you 
A New Hope. Hope. Oh. <laughs> and that's that was my, a good dad joke. That was a good dad role. Speaking of uh, dads, two two other friends of the show. One actually co-host of the show just joined. Uh, Rich Marini and KB is actually in the chat now. So welcome, K gentlemen. Bizzle. KB, we miss you. We would like to have you here to discuss, but uh, you know, get better, man. Um, yeah. So there's there's a lot of lot to love, a lot to dislike. I think I think depending on what you were looking for. I don't know. As a casual fan, I didn't mind it. Again, I come back to the humor, I think, being too much. And just there's a couple little plot holes or, or like backstory that I would have liked for some of these characters. Yeah, and I don't need everything explained away to me. I think part of it is having some of the mystery of it and being able to talk about it, kind of like we're doing now, yeah. is kind of cool. Like Because it does get you thinking about, okay, well, what could they have meant? What couldn't they have meant? I don't need them to go into every little detail, but... I just left it felt like I wanting wanting a little more and just not knowing like where they're going to go with nine. And if I even want to go and oh, see it. No. Well, like, so, no, here we go. Here we go. Paul Williams makes a great point. He said he knew he joined late. Uh, but do you remember like uh, everything that the Empire got when it came out? Nowadays, Empire is considered the greatest uh, <laughs> Star Wars film. But when it came out, people when it first came out, people hated it. Uh, he's gonna think that episode nine is gonna determine whether or not the last jet the last Jedi works. So, and I agree, and and I just I I think that I think what really hurt this, and I know Abrams was an executive producer on it, but I think not having a director at the helm for all three, I think you're seeing a difference in in vision, which sometimes can be a good thing and sometimes can be a bad thing. Somebody actually compared it uh, to like a rap battle. Like okay, J.J. Abrams did this, so we're gonna undo everything and start from scratch here. Now it's gonna the ball's gonna be back in Abrams' court for the next one. I don't know. We'll. we'll what what other movies did this director do? Because we can we can just pick it up from his style. Like I I, I think I can, of, I can look that up. Yeah. No, I, I mean yes, you absolutely can. But J.J. Abrams, Star Trek. I'm telling you, like we got a, like a Lost. lot of like different yeah. worlds, and think of what like the stuff that was pushed. Think of hey, what's the lady with the big eyes? Name her planet. Maz Kanata. Maz. Okay, so think of everyone we get to see in there. Like we got the cantina scene just to nowadays standards. Right, but again, so, was that character even needed in the Last Jedi? Yes. Maz Kanata. To how's she getting the lightsaber? How how are we making the no, connections? No, I'm saying in in the Last Jedi. Oh, oh, we talking about? Oh my God, they're talking about. She Force had Awakens. no purpose whatsoever, other than Stupidest like a, a name drop. She looked like Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy, floating around, just popping stuff off with a blaster. Unneeded, definitely unneeded. And to me, that's where you could have put Lando in. That whole scenario should have been Lando. I was calling Lando. They were like, if I would have been at the movies with anybody I know, I'd be like, here's Lando. Yeah. This is it right here. But it wasn't that, and that was a letdown. Um, then we get Benicio Del Toro. Like, dude, come on, stay with Guardians, man. To we be honest we, we with you, though, I liked his character. I like that he I, I like that he backstabbed him. I, like, I, that, but that's what I liked about it, <coughs> yeah, was that made a he, better deal. he was 
he was true to his own like his own morals and didn't end up he didn't go the Han Solo route and take the higher road and become the hero. No. You know? And he now, took the money and left. And now he's gonna give the other infinity stone to Thanos and it's like <laughs> it's a huge thing. Damn you, Disney! Stop buying everything up. No, um, buy everything up. Paul Paul Williams actually, I was looking it up too, said uh Johnson did Looper, the movie Looper. Oh, I like that movie. I actually a couple, like couple that episodes movie of Breaking Bad and a bunch of shorts. Pretty yeah. much. So that's what he has on the No, and, and you know, again, I think for me it was just personally it was just disappointing. I was I was going into it expecting something a little bit different, expecting this sort of storyline to be pushed forward and I I personally didn't find that. I thought I thought I thought the way they I actually liked and I know a lot of people complained with the way they they handled Luke. I actually liked the way he handled Luke. I thought I think Luke it was, perfect. was done well. Like and I thought Luke stayed true to himself. Like I would have been a little bit more disappointed if he swore off, you know, totally I'm not getting involved, not getting involved and then he jumped in the ship and and went and helped them. I thought it was cool that he used like that, you know, force projection which I don't know if we've ever seen that in the movies, but I think they've done it in other, you know. Well, now like, they now now they're gonna try to back explain that Obi Wan Kenobi was actually a force projection of himself because Obi Wan Kenobi held up his lightsaber, but it never actually hit with Vader's. Oh, you're saying in the that's no no. I want you to know that I I read an article that they tried to back explain that that Jedi can do that. That's something that Jedi could do. That it just didn't come out of nowhere. People blah 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 yeah. blah blah. But what I thought was cool was he told Ray, "What do you think? I'm gonna go out there and, and fight the Empire, the the um the First Order with what a light uh, like a light sword? Like yeah. yeah, just me and and that's what we got." But but I think but I think a lot of people wanted to see like the freaking badass Luke that like pulls a star destroyer out of the sky and crashes it into a planet or something like but that. But wait a sec though. But but you saw it, but it was on a different level. Yeah, but on top of that, Luke Skywalker was never that. Luke Skywalker could force choke. He could fight a little bit with a lightsaber, great pilot, but right. But I think what did we I get? think the thought was because he'd gone off for thirty some odd years and like went to the source of the Jedi and reviewed the manuscripts and like was was sort of you know training himself, so to speak. Yeah. Or it would have been cool if like they would have done a holocron thing like they've done with, with the, the Sith. Sith. That's awesome that you said that. That's really awesome. But like, what's unfortunate is we know that your shirt says it all. Look, uh, can we get a shot of his? Well, oh, his shirt has just a, turn, just turn to the camera. So he's got um, he's got all of our force ghosts across his chest right here. Now, why couldn't they continue to train Luke? Like, why couldn't that have been the, the continuation of Luke's training? Like this whole thing, like the look at what what Yoda had to do. You and I know from Clone Wars what yeah. Yoda had to do to learn this and then pass it along to Obi Wan. And right. they they showed the importance of this. So then, if if you could do that. Why wouldn't you continue to train Jedi in a spirit form? Well, again, it, it, then why why wouldn't have Yoda have come to help them if he was that powerful and you where know, he can still control uh, lightning? lightning. Mm. Wow. Well, I want to jump into some of these comments because cool. Paul, Paul Williams is killing it. He I, I want uh, <laughs> the three different directors for the original trilogy. Lucas did A New Hope. Uh, Irvin Kirshner did Empire, and Richard Marquand did Return of the Jedi. So Sean Lando would be the same age as Han Solo. Yeah, roughly from yeah. So we'd see. So he'd be and um in the coolest way of a black don't crack. So he would look phenomenal. 
You know what I mean? The views and opinions no, expressed by the Dan, I, Don do not. That's no, like, that's that's good. That's good. Oh that's fine. God. I just it's an ongoing joke. I know, we have to do I get that. It. It is. Um, a couple of other things. Uh, Justin mentions uh, Benicio del Toro's character. What if he does pull a Lando and then basically double betrays uh, everyone else and rejoins uh, the resistance? Wait, wait, who? Benicio del Toro's oh, character. Re- he, he, no, don't. Yeah, don't Benicio do del that. Toro, don't come back. No, I Take don't care if he comes back. I liked his character because I felt like it was truly someone new and interesting, but didn't like basically played both sides off of off of each other. I think we need to get more looks at the outer rim because God knows what force-sensitive creatures live out there. And I mean, like, not like our traditional sense. Like, for some reason, like, we only see so many uh, species of Jedi. Well, realistically, there are, like, octopus-type Jedi. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, they it's like the Green Lanterns. I yes. Mean, it's, like, so many different, but you know, when species. You like, I think it would be so awesome to get more... I don't know, like Kit Fistu style. Like there was like, you know, like we got to see a few of the Jedi in like the old movies. I mean like different species like of more Jedi. characters that aren't humanoid. Yeah, I, I, I would be, I would definitely be cool with that. You know what I mean? I want to go out with this one thought. Uh, we're going to kind of wrap up here. But before we do, I want to talk a, a couple of things. Uh, Rich Marini says the end of world, uh, end of the world starring the Dawn is going to be more epic than Star Wars. <laughs> so... It's a short, apparently, that that Rich is filming, friend of the show, uh, a movie. You want this guy? You want this guy, Rich Marini? Uh, yeah, I, apparently, I'm going to be shooting. <laughs> I'm going to be shooting this movie. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be filming it, and uh, you're going to be acting in it, which is going to be great. Uh, it's going to be a zombie short uh, directed by Rich Marini. But I want to go out on this thought, and before we go out on this thought, um, I want to preface this by what you were just talking about: different Jedi's with different species. Uh, William makes a great point, says, with Daisy Ridley uh, not being in the film past episode nine, do you think they're going to lead to a Wild West approach to the Force force and such? Like pretty much all different characters, races being Force sensitive, kind of like the boy with the the broomstick. I I think what bugs me a little bit about where they're going to go next is... To me, the trilogies have always been about the Skywalker story and the Skywalker lineage. If you want to go off and create other movies that sort of dovetail in like they're doing with Han Solo, like they did with Rogue One, you know, like, I'm fine with that. But I don't know that I want a trilogy with that. What about stuff that, how about after we get it through these, right? Say we get to nine, nine's great, or nine's crap or whatever, and they want to keep going. And it's now no one that we know. It's like nothing left. All we get left now is like the force. The, like that's depending the on how nine wraps it up, they're gonna have to have some kind of a handoff to another generation of characters. So you and I know they should pull back. Just go to the Knights of the Old Republic. Start there. I I think that that's that's an area that has been. I know it's been explored a lot in other forms of media, but I think there could be some very cool storytelling that and, you could see on the big screen. That would and just be we could amazing. easily get nine out of it. Easy nine. Yeah, you could do the whole redemption of Exar Khan. Like See, you could do that. Like me. Yeah, you could have beat me in the trivia. I, I beat, <laughs> I, I beat I A B the other day. I didn't. I didn't bring any trivia questions because yeah, I, 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 I knew. Also not prepared. Uh, JB was listening during that last episode where I was doing. He he had him all right. Just FYI. Um, okay, so well, real quick before before we get out of here, just overall one to ten, ten being the best, one being the worst. Uh, uh, if you were to rank this movie, 
and, and say, you know, so what's let's just before we even do that, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? I'm assuming my favorite one. I ha- I would have to say, and this is going to sound like so funny, but I think the first arc in re- in uh, Return of the Jedi is some of is like my absolute favorite. Where they go to rescue Han Solo from Jabba's palace, that is one of my absolute favorite arcs throughout any of the movies that I that that have come out. Luke is a straight Sith. He comes up. <laughs> you will let me in. <laughs> I'm right. gonna take my boys back. I'm gonna kill your rancor. <laughs> like Luke was like a. But savage. I just think that like that heist aspect to it. Oh, I don't know. I just it love that. Awesome. But no. But I I would I have to say the first one. I mean, A New Hope definitely. You know, I know Empire is considered the best, and and I can go back and forth between the two, uh, but for me, A New Hope, because that's what did it. That's what started everything off. When you first saw that opening scrawl with, you know, the Star Destroyer coming out and just, like, the size Mm -hmm. of it, and then when you first see Vader, you know, granted, he didn't do too much, but But still, still, he was still, like, just a badass. The the, the president. You you, you just at him. You know, just... All in black and the and the respirator go in and not knowing, you know, what was going on with him. But then eventually it pans out and you learn more, you know? So Rogue One gave us a big gap with um my God, what's his name? The guy from Rebels, who was also in Rogue One. He was Oh, Saw Guerrera? So so we got to see earlier ver- or, or older versions of, of Vader's suit. You know what I mean? We could see that oh, his device yeah, helped him Yeah, he had walk. some of that in the respirator. And yeah. yeah, Vader's was just more like, you know, Vader worked for the Empire, so he get the best of the yeah. best. Um, so for me, it can't ever be a new hope because, like, I saw that afterwards. Like, for me, like, the first thing I sat down, I was, like, in my little Star Wars footsie pajamas, like, and I, it was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then I went back and watched New Hope. And I was like still excited, let down, but like excited. You know what I mean? But that, but that was your first exposure. That was though. yeah. So, so see, for me, that was the first exposure. That was, and that was. It's more, not only the movie, but it's the whole experience, like getting to experience it with my dad, and you know, like everything yeah. that kind of ties into it. That was the one thing that I was so so happy that finally there was some movies that now I could take my kids to. And, and like when my son and I went to see Force Awakens when it opened, it was like the perfect like generation bridge. And I know that movie gets slammed, recycled plot and everything, but to me it was what it needed to be to kind of bring the two together. And now, like you said, there yeah. has to be a handoff. And I'm ready for the next phase. But just do but right keep by it, my yeah, yeah. characters. Hey, seriously, just like, do right by my classic take, characters. Take care That's of, all I want to see. Take care of what brought us here. You know what I mean? Um just like, like I love how you said like handing it off to your kid. Like instantly, like I, I I kept saying like I get to see this by myself. Like the second like boom, Star Wars was across the screen and like the sound is all around me. It's like boom, I went back to that kid like sitting down in front of my grandparents' old box that TV. That happened to with me like, when I saw Force Awakens. It, it it felt Star Wars to me. Yeah, instantly it felt it. I was brought back and I just yeah I. I liked it. I liked it. So you you asked about like a number four. I'm gonna say um, like if Empire Strikes Back is a ten to me, then the Last Jedi is a nine because there's always room for improvement in that movie. But still, it was great, man. It was really really great. 
my, my Star Wars order is all messed up. You guys would like hear my stuff and just it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I think I think it makes sense because, you know, your own personal opinion, it's everything is subjective. It's age. Yeah. It's yeah. age and when you're exposed to it, because I think that that plays into a lot of what your memories are. And I can understand a new generation coming up on the, the prequels and them liking them better. Like I'm like if if you don't watch this and see like BB-8 and like the, the new drug, like that's completely like, you know, here we are. We're in 2017. So everything's going to look like, but. Dude, like R two D two is a trash can flipped up. Like you know, what I mean, I just I'm using yeah. it as a reference. Like what they had to do back then to what they can do now. So now they're gonna push all this crazy stuff because now we can actually sell remote control BB eight units and merchandise. Yeah. And like kill it with this stuff. Star Wars will never end. Yeah. Even when like I love it and I can tell that you love it. And I love that you love it. I love sitting with someone talking about Star Wars. Like. Even if we said we'll never watch it again, like we bleed Star Wars, they'd be like, "All right, we're gonna keep making money." And it's a shame that you don't want to come along with this for us. But I'm, I, I back you up 100%. Like, don't, don't take a dump on everything that we love just to make more money. Right. A uh, couple quick uh, announcements. I just wanna, I'm reading all these Facebook comments. Friend of the show, Johnny Leathers just joined. And I want to preface this by saying the views and opinions expressed by Johnny Leathers <laughs> do not reflect those of 59 Media or the For Your Geek podcast. And also, this is episode 59, and we're at 59 Media Studios, which wow. is crazy. But uh, Johnny Leathers mentioned, uh, I guess, some female drivers suck and crash into things in all galaxies. <laughs> and that's a horrible, sexist joke, Johnny Leathers, but we love oh. you anyway. Um, also... Uh, friend of the show, uh, John Vivera says the current Darth Vader comic run is great. Would love to see it translated to the big screen. Yeah, I have not read it. Are you reading it? Uh, not the. Uh, I haven't started the newer one. I the previous run I read and it was really good. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Michael Bugara says JB and uh, Jay Free uh, <laughs> talking Star Wars. He feels like he's back having lunch with us when he used to work with us. And uh, Paul Williams, a friend of the show, wished us a happy new year. And he also says that uh, his best Star Wars movie ever was the Star Wars Holiday Special. That's hey, that's because he wanted to date the female Wookiee. That's what it was. He, had, he wanted to shave her back. He told me this. <laughs> oh, Paul Williams is awesome. Uh, check out. It's like it's a, basically it's like a sister podcast, the Bats, Bows, and Books podcast. Uh, dude's a fellow geek he, uh, from up north in Canada. Great dude. Check out his podcast as well. He's great. Um, Anything else we want to talk about? Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. We didn't even talk to them oh. at the, the top. Local Blast Marketing, Pachico's Furniture, and Ritual Sweat Society. Thank you all for sponsoring the show. Uh, anything else? Anybody that's viewing from any of the pages that Don's sharing to? Uh, oh, God, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, you very much. This time. Yeah, we, we, love, we love the comments. We have 101 comments going strong right now in Facebook Live. Come like our page. Yeah, like. Get notified yeah. Anyway. If you're watching this on Facebook, like, like the For Your Geek podcast page. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Free Your Geek on both of those. Uh, our personal website is jfreethegeek.com. Uh, anything else you want to add, Don? Any any other plugs, JB, Don? Anything else? I hope else? you geek no? about other stuff besides Star Wars so we oh, get God, John here yeah. again. Yeah. All right, because uh, we made some Marvel comments before, and you started doing like next Marvel thing. Like we, you're good. You're good for show. And yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely know your stuff. I like I, Sean's telling us a great, great show. Johnny Leathers is saying uh, New Year's resolutions to be a better Johnny Leathers. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> um, and no. uh, Alex, Alex Whiteley is saying, love you guys. Just started listening. He wants to get a shout out for the Thor's Kin podcast. There you go. Check shout out, out to too. the Thor's Kin podcast. <laughs> right here. You heard it on Free Your Geek. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to, we got to, do we want to hit him with a catchphrase or do we want to say just, uh, Start your weekend with your geek friends and may the force be with you.
The force is with us all. Right. The force is with us all. Thank you, guys. <laughs>